video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday. My name is Anthony Shelton. Thank you for tuning in. You can call me on Skype, username Progress Bar Radio. If you're listening to the podcast and you have something to say, leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash progress bar. You can also join the chat at spreaker.com. Welcome to the chat, everyone. Thanks for joining. Uh, so you know what Five Nights at Freddy's is, I assume. I figure you pay attention to games, kids play it all the time. I don't think I need to go into an explanation of Five Nights at Freddy's is. So Scott Cawthon, the maker of Five Nights at Freddy, released a game called Five Nights at Freddy's World. F-N-A-F World. It's an RPG. So he released it, but he released it too early. And he wrote a note about it on Steam, talking about his mistake. I'll read it for you. It says, Hi everyone, this isn't exactly an announcement that I'm enjoying writing, but it's one that I feel I owe to the community. You know, I've been accused of rushing my games ever since Five Nights at Freddy's 1, but I've never felt that I'd release a game too early. Until now. There are a lot of features that this game should have had before release. Features that I was told about but ignored and didn't implement. Features such as being able to see what abilities do during battle, or being able to see a stats page for your characters. These are features that any good RPG would have. I got too eager to show the things that were finished that I neglected to pay attention to the things that worked. I'm going to fix this, and I'll be up... He wrote this wrong. And I'll update the game with these features in the coming weeks. So I say this to a community that I've enjoyed and respected for over a year and a half now. I'm sorry. I will continue to add features to the game and make it right. And then he posts an update later, which says, here's a list of features added to the game since the time of this post, and there will be more to come. He added an overworld map, attack command descriptions, bite descriptions, which I guess is some sort of item, and chip descriptions, which I think is also an item. Now, mind you, this game costs $10. So he sold an unfinished game for $10 because he was anxious to show people what he finished. Does that seem wrong to you? Because I feel like there's something wrong with that. Now, he did take it off Steam, so it, t- it took him a little bit. I saw the report on GameSpot, and um, at the time when they wrote it, he hadn't taken it down yet, but I just looked today, and he did take it down. So, all right, that's good. That's positive. He should do that. But I gotta laugh sometimes. You should laugh at how gullible people are. Right? It's like sitting at a mall and just people watching, right? Sometimes you just gotta laugh at people. How people ain't got no standards. I mean, he basically said, I wanted to show you this game so bad, so I released the game in a paid form. I made you pay for the game because I was just so anxious. There's two things he could have done instead. He could have released a gameplay trailer, because, you know, that's a thing. Or he could have released a demo, right? Neither of those things you would have to pay for. 
you could experience what he wanted you to experience so bad for free. El Zorro brings up a great point too. Early access, but with most early access things, you're still paying for it. But he could have at least said, hey, you know what? I want you guys to experience these features and... You know, I'm in a position where I need to maybe make some money. I don't know what his position would be. But he could at least say, I'm going to put this game in early access. Tell me what you think. Nope. He launched the game. As if it was finished. And it wasn't. Now, you might say, oh, you know, an overworld map, descriptions of stuff. You know, not that big of a deal. But he has a track record of this, right? He has a track record of rushing games. He's been criticized about this before. He already knows that. In fact, he says himself, there are a lot of features that this game should have had before release. Features that I was told about, but ignored. But ignored. But ignored. Let that sink in in a bit. Features that I was told about, but ignored, and didn't implement. This is the person you paid money to. I don't expect a lot of listeners to this show really pay attention to Five Nights at Freddy's, or even have bought Five Nights at Freddy's, or even care about it. But Scott Cawthon... I don't think he understands what he actually did. I mean, yeah, okay. I'm usually not this cynical, but I mean, really. I expect a little professionalism, right? I can understand people wanting to relate to their the player base, the community. I understand that. I I like to do that on this show too. You know, I I don't try to put myself on this high horse and you're way below me. Like, I mean, I'm a guy on a show. I happen to do this. I hope it's entertaining. Like, right. And I'm sure he's just like, I, you know, I make a game. I hope you like it. Right. So to him, it's just like, you know, these are all my friends and I'm so excited to show them this game. So I'm just going to put it out, but you put it out and paid for him. Right. Why why you got to make people pay for something that you know is not finished, something that you knew you ignored some stuff, but yet you say to this community that I've enjoyed and respected for a year and a half now, I'm sorry. If you respect them, I would expect a little bit of professionalism. I'm just saying. And it's funny, too, because I looked at some of the Steam comments on his post, and it's a little disheartening, because I don't see a lot of people saying they were getting refunds on Steam. In fact, I saw people saying, I still want to buy it. Where can Where is it? Can I find it? I'm like, really? Like, the Five Nights at Freddy's army is that committed to what he does? That they don't even care about professionalism. They still want to put their money into it. Where's the standards? 
I mean, really, if no one said anything, he would have left it and got paid for releasing a game that had missing features because he ignored the community. Like, it, if nobody said anything, it would still be up there right now. Isn't that disturbing? Man. And these people are like, oh, I mean, there's some, like, mad people. Sure, of course. But there's way more people than I thought who were like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Release the game when it's ready. I'm going to pay for it anyway. Really, really disturbing. And I understand there's the idea of early access and paying for games that are in development. I get that. But there's something just dishonest about this. Like, you didn't release it early access. It wasn't like Kickstart, you know, nothing like that. It was put up on Steam as if it was a finished game. As as if it was something you'd see on the front page with no early access marker on it. And it wasn't finished. I don't know. That bothers me. That bothers me a lot. I just think that's unprofessional and straight up deceiving. I don't know. His fans need to get some dang standards. That's what needs to happen. Alright. Remember, you can call the show on Skype. Username Progress Bar Radio. What would you do if your child spent $8,000 on microtransactions in a video game? We'll talk about that coming up. This is Koopa Reaper by Blind. It is on the Super Cartography Brothers remix soundtrack on ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. You can call the show on Skype. Username Progress Bar Radio. This song is Koopa Reaper. It's by Blind on the Super Cartography Brothers remix soundtrack on OC Remix. Got some interesting thoughts in the chat. Uh, El Zorro tells me I'm being too hard on Scott Cawthon. The only thing he screwed up was. Uh, screwed up on was not labeling the game as early access. And uh, he also says early access is a thing. He screwed up not informing people that it wasn't finished yet. Absolutely. But if he had labeled it early access, this wouldn't be news. But that's exactly the problem. He didn't label it early access. He just put it out there expecting people to play it. And buy it because he was, quote-unquote, so excited. His exact words, I got too eager to show the things that were finished. So what I'm going to do, I'm so excited. I really want people to see this. So I'm going to put it out there unfinished. I'm not going to tell anybody that it's not finished. And I'm going to have people pay for it. Oh, whoops, I forgot to label it early access. Oops, like that wasn't something in there. Like, he didn't say anything like, ah, you know, I should have labeled it early access. That's what I should have done instead. Nope. I'm just, I'm just pull it off, which is good. I'm glad he did that. At least. Because especially for the people who aren't informed that the game is all jacked up. Because at the time, the game had very positive reviews on Steam. So anybody, I mean, all they're going to see is very positive and buy the game. Not knowing that it's unfinished. And as you said, El Zorro, having a stats is kind of important in RPG. And then you combine that with the fact that he said himself that there were features he was told about that he should have had in the release, but he ignored it. Hmm... I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? I'm being too harsh. I'm just telling it like it is. That's all I'm doing. Just saying. A little deceitful. Very questionable. Even Okay, even if he wasn't trying to deceive, still questionable. I'd question it. The guy has made millions now. The money changes motives. It's not entirely impossible, I'm just saying. Maybe he's fine. He did pull it off. I give him credit for that. But that that should have never happened in the first place. Alright. Now, I do have to say, being a parent has got to be really tough. Like, I look at my friends who have children... Very young children. I look at some who have kids going into high school. And I hear about some of the things they have to struggle with and deal with. And I see some of it in action. And I'm like, man. One day, I'm going to have that kind of problem too. Like, it's got to be tough. Being a parent. But how in the world did you let your kids spend $8,000 on a video game and not know it? Like, that's... That's... Like a kid walking into your house with a bloody face, and you just didn't notice. Just blood just dripping down his face. Don't notice. So, the story goes something like this. 
Dad gives his son a credit card for emergencies. All right. Son decides to spend money in FIFA and racks up $8,000. And on December 23rd, Dad got a bill saying his son racked up $7,000 on it. And later he noticed more Xbox charges leading up to around $8,200-something, right? So Dad asks his son about it. And son says, I thought it was a one-time fee. So dad calls the credit card company and the credit card company says they can't give that money back unless he charges his son with fraud. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So he calls Microsoft and Microsoft says we can't do anything. Dad says his son's a minor. All right. So Microsoft's like, all right, we'll look into it. They end up refunding the money. I mean, there's so much nonsense to this story. I don't even know where to begin. Like, if I just let all y'all call in, like, I'm sure you'd be able to fill this segment with just whatever (laughs) nonsense you have with it. And not to mention, as Jaeger also pointed out, this kid was 17. You got a 17-year-old looking at you in the face talking about, I thought it was a one-time fee. Like, Dad, did you everything for half a second all right let me go to the xbox one 360 whatever you bought the game on show me how you did this show me how you spent eight thousand dollars like did you ever set his feet to the fire dad i don't know how how you let him get away with something like this like clearly the kid is lying he's 17 years old He's off. How do you not know how much money he spent? And then you might be able to say, oh, you could blame it on the credit card company. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But it wasn't $8,000 all in one day. This was, of course, a couple of weeks. So even if you went through an entire month with a credit card statement, that's that calculates to about $258 a day. I think at some point the credit card company would be like uh $258 a day. All right, like that seems a little suspicious. So I don't know if he didn't check his email. Maybe he didn't get a phone call. I mean, cuz typically when we get big purchases, we have Capital One and they send us emails. Like, they sent us an email when we felt like we overtipped at a restaurant. Like, that's the kind of emails they send us. We used a gift card, and so we only ended up paying, like, $2. But we we always tip the actual price of the meal. So the tip came out to, like, $4. And Capital One's like, hey, like, did you mean to <laughs> give that big of a tip? We're like, yeah, it's, it's all right. So that's the kind of stuff we get. I don't know what credit card company this guy was with, but I'm just saying. Even if, I'm sure he probably got something. But if he didn't know, I mean, he's not checking his credit card statement, clearly. Because he didn't know his kid was spending, if we calculate it, $258 a day, maybe. Right? That's all speculation. But still, I mean, at some point, you got to notice, well, there's a whole bunch of money that I didn't spend. And you own Dad owns a convenience store. 
So you know what's being spent, what you're earning. I mean, at some point, where's the red flag? Yeah, Steven in the chat says, my credit union calls me immediately. Yeah. This tells me what not to do with my kids, right? <laughs> like, this is the lesson I get from this. Because if I ever, if my kid ever brings me something that he wants, now I'm like, okay, the lesson I learned from this is make sure I know what this thing is and all it can do. Like, I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch my kid play FIFA for a little bit. Because I can understand it from the dad's perspective a little bit. If he knows anything about a video game, he probably understands that you buy a video game and that's it. Like, there's no such thing as paying real-world money inside a video game. So I could understand, like, he never had the thought, oh, let me sit down and watch my son play this game. Like I, I, I could kind of understand. He buys FIFA, it's a soccer game, and that's it. He plays soccer. But as, you know, the lesson I learned from this, that if I don't know fully what it is, just, just sit down and watch. Just watch him. Because nowadays, I mean, you don't know what corporations are, are doing. Adding all these free-to-play microtransactions, all this kind of stuff and whatnot. Oh, that's why I say it's got to be tough to be a parent. It's got to be tough. But still, dad, come on now. You got to know your son was lying. And people want to say, oh, it was Microsoft's fault. They should have told the dad what was happening. No, it's not Microsoft's fault. That's not their responsibility. If anything, that's a credit card's company's responsibility. Definitely not Microsoft's. It's like, hey, if you spend $8,000 on this game, hey, all right. <laughs> They're like, fantastic. I don't know. That story is just freaking crazy. Call the show, Skype, username, Progress Bar Radio. This song is Serpent Hymn by Alec Holauka. It's on the Towerfall Ascension original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. And we call the show on Skype, username Progress Bar Radio. If you're listening to the podcast, you go to speakpipe.com slash Progress Bar and leave a voicemail with anything you have to say. Jaeger brings up a great point in the chat. What in the world do you get for $8,000 in FIFA? Jerseys? Like real world price shoes? Like what do you buy? For $8,000. At some point you have to wonder. Was this kid like vindictive against his dad or something? Like did he have a, did he have a problem with him? It's like I'm going to spend all this money. Make him pay for it. I don't know why he would think that. Because all dad needs to do if he's got any sense is. You going to work off this payment for me. Like you own a convenience store. Put him to work. Clearly playing too much FIFA. I mean, he had the presence of mind to spend $8,000. I wish I had some FIFA experts on right now. I I don't know what you spend $8,000 on total. It just doesn't make any sense. That family. (laughs) You got to know. Dad says something along the lines of, you know, these, you got to make sure these credit card companies got to have better protection. (laughs) That was not the credit card company's fault. That was your fault. It's not like somebody stole your credit. I mean, I guess essentially somebody did in, in one sense, but it's not like somebody who you didn't know took your credit card number. And spent $8,000 on FIFA microtransactions. Now that was your boy. That was your blood. Hey, you gotta take some responsibility, daddy. This is Finishing by Richie Branson on the CEO 2015 Champion album on OC Remix. You're listening to Progress Bar. Stopping me, so I suggest you don't bother me. But if you try. 
I'll send a harpoon through your face and give you a lobotomy. Teleport punch with ferocity. My aim is to injure you bodily. Hit you with combos at such a velocity rate that I'll probably win this thing flawlessly. Look, I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not playing with y'all. Trying to be greatest of all, like Jax with a blazing cigar. Breaking your arms, separate face from your jaw. There's no escaping the boss. I'm sure that you'll take it in shock like I'm raiding the god. Listening to Progress Power, my name is Anthony Shelton. That will do it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the feedback in the chat. I gotta start the division beta tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Uh, so I hope that's good. I got a feeling though. Ubisoft's track record, you know, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed. I don't know about The Division. It seemed like an okay concept at first, but I don't know. Like, I think about the betrayal concept, and I think about Halo, and it's like, I don't know if that's going to translate as well as they hope it would. But we'll see. There's some interesting concepts. I hope they work out. We'll see. I gotta do a write-up on Game Watcher. There will be a show tomorrow. Uh, I won't start playing until tomorrow night. I'm just gonna bang it out during the night time. Uh, thinking about live streaming? I don't know. I don't know how my wife is gonna feel about that, so that's what I'm deliberating, but you know, I'll let you know on Twitter at SirKibble2. That is the number two, at SirKibble2. I'll let you know. Either way. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later.